It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names... It would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. And we start this Tuesday with a guard. Yeah! Yes! How about that? Woo! They looked great last Take night. Take that, They're cheaters. Cheaters. I think we found the next in our long line of yeah. Cy Young Award winners. Tristan McKenzie's learning how to pitch. Mm. Welcome to the show. I'm Jay. I think he learned from you, Jay. I'm going to cut you off because you pitched. Hold on. Stand by. Former ESPN exec, super host, Jay Crawford forgot to put his mic (laughs) on. I did that. Listen, I did that a couple weeks ago on Channel 3. Oh, my God. It was in my pocket. (laughs) Good Lord. That's a true story. It was in my pocket. That's how comfortable he is. Wow. Wow. So let's talk about Jay for a minute. He pitched this weekend. How is your shoulder now? It's better today. It was really yeah. sore yesterday. I mean, I'm, you're I'm pitching really better than anybody I'm on the I'm Guardians really except for McKenzie. I went six yeah. through 85 pitches. Are you keeping track or is somebody keeping track for you? Someone counts for me. Mm. But I have a general idea. I do. Right. I, I, when I leave every inning, I, I do a quick accounting and figure yeah. out how many I threw. But Tristan McKenzie, yeah. guys. Phenomenal. He looked as good last night against a really good hitting team as I've seen him look in his career. He's starting to become a pitcher. Um, Let's whip around and talk about what we're going to talk about on today's show. Later, at the end of the show, my final take. Yeah. Tonight on HBO, you're going to see one side of a story. That's uh, because two of the accusers against Deshaun Watson have decided they're going to do something that's very rare. They're going to speak to the media. And I'm I'm not saying this because I want you to listen to one side and not the other. What I'm saying is be careful of making up your mind in the court of public opinion, because you're hearing one side of it. There's two sides to every story, and that's why these things are decided in a real court with real laws, not in the court of public opinion. So that's my final take coming up. Yeah, we're going to break down. G. Bush here again. Um, we're going to break down the difference between Putin Bay and Kelly's Island. You're going to want to watch which one your boy G. Bush picks mm. over the other. This is a tough one, by the way. <laughs> that is exciting. I love both. Yeah. Speaking personally, I'm going to make right some, I'm going to mend some things that you guys did wrong again yesterday. Seems like that's my job <laughs> around here. Uh, when you guys were talking about your toughest Clevelanders, you guys forgot somebody who was uh, toughest Cleveland athletes. Uh-oh. You guys forgot somebody that it kind of insulted me personally that you even wow. forgot them, and I'll share that with you later on who you guys forgot. And okay. we got the weight loss challenge this week, Boom. and somebody Woo! dominated! <laughs> Domination! If Bull looks a lot Thinner, just like Rocky. He's barely even here. If Bull looks a lot thinner this week than he did last week, there's a reason. 
Yeah. There's mm -hmm. a reason. One quick thing before we get started, too. I had a great experience yesterday that I needed to share with you involving uh, Jay Crawford. I was at a thrift store. I'm a bit of a thrift store shopper. Okay. You took uh, me yeah. once. Um, yes, I did. And I like the thrifts. And uh, so I'm, I'm actually I'm on the phone talking to somebody from work. And uh, you've, probably been re you've had the, probably been recognized before. So a gentleman, sure. an older gentleman who is thrift store shopping. I'm literally talking. And he's, I can tell he like wants to talk. And he's just like, he goes, hey. And I'm just like, hey. <laughs> and he's like, hey, hey. And I'm just like, okay. And I hold the phone down. And he just goes, so tell me the truth. Jay Crawford, he's short, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and I was That's like, what he needed to I was know. like, what? And he just goes, he goes, he's short. He's a little guy. Am I right? Yeah. And I'm just like, hi, nice to meet you. And he just goes, I seen him on TV. I'm like, he's short. He goes, I seen him next to Betsy Kling. Now she's a tall person. I go, yeah, she's like a <laughs> statuesque woman. She's a so six footer. I go, Jay's like a, he's like in between our size, me and you. And he just goes, he's taller than me. Nah, <laughs> no. The and then clown he that forgot his mic. And then, and then he walked away, and that was my whole experience. That's wow. bizarre. So, yeah, Mike. you're touching lives out there. Well, he he really a, wanted to be taller than you. One way. <laughs> and I would not give him that. I wouldn't give it to him. Whoever like, no, you are, I'm sorry to bust your dream. Yeah. So anyways. I'm six foot. I, I mean, that's a little taller, I think, than the average. I don't even know what the that's, average guy is. I think so. the average is five nine. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm, I'm, I'm the tall side. No. That was. I'll tell you what, the messed up part about this is the only part uh, about talking to old people, sometimes old people kind of be in another generation. They be grow up in their 1920s. Yeah. So, you know, often. Well, damn, he wasn't yeah, 1920s. He like, was the tallest man in America. Back then. Probably when, and when he was a young man. <laughs> and he was like 5'11". Like they're just like, send the tallest man in the world. Because he's a world taller now. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they call us different things. So this, I go up, and I'm, I'm just handing stuff off the top. You're tall. Can you get that off the top? Oh, yeah. And I get it. Give it to this nice old yeah. lady. And she mm -hmm. says, uh, thank you. I say, you're welcome. She said, uh, you know what? You are a really, uh, you are a really handsome colored man. Oh, my God. Like, what? God. I said, they said, I couldn't even say nothing to her. I was like, well. See, yeah. Thanks, I think. You, uh, thanks. I just, I just said, hey, you're welcome and walked away. When, when was this? My, this this was like three weeks ago. You just met, oh my, my, gra you just met, my, gra you just met my grandma just hey. a few weeks ago. <laughs> and my wife is from the Philippines. She was like, that was a nice old lady oh right there. Yep. <laughs> she didn't realize. We're just always we're batting down my grandparents all the time. You know, just, you know, it's when that generation like that. that doesn't know that they're being racist. Wow. Racist. How do you not know that? By the way, like different times. I feel shorter in Cleveland. I don't know if it's just a Midwest. I don't know if people are taller in the Midwest yeah. or I just think that's the I case. don't know. Are they? Like, I don't know. All my friends growing up were either most of my friends growing up were either Jewish or Italian. Most of yeah. them when I was a little yeah. kid. And I think generally Jewish people and Italian people tend to be a little shorter than right. others. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's true. I just my own thing. Yeah. And so I didn't feel like most of my friends were I was shorter than a lot of my friends, but not significantly. You feel mm -hmm. very here, short I feel much here. shorter here. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you're always that. around like at, like people who True, are. True, I'm around a lot of athletes, athletes now athletes and stuff. Yeah. So They're that's gonna happen. Yeah. It's you always nice to, every once in a while when I meet a short athlete. You're sitting next to Brad Sellers, and you're like, "Why do I feel so? <laughs> yeah, why do I feel so small all the time." And then when Brad leaves, yeah, Mike Bull comes in, in who's six so. three or four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. But you know, the funny thing is, uh, sitting down, it doesn't look like as much of a difference because I said to my wife Chairs the other day, that Garrett was like six four, and she's like, "He doesn't seem six four. I'm like, "What? Maybe you see him next to Brad Sellers?" No, chairs are the great equalizer. Yeah. Too. Yeah. All right, let's start today's show, shall we? Uh, I, I mentioned that at the end, my final take is going to be on. It's just, it's just a warning about making up your mind one way or another. I believe Watson did it. I believe he didn't do it. Um, just be careful of doing that until you have all the evidence. And right now, we haven't seen all the evidence. So right. the court of public opinion can be a very dangerous place. We're talking about this today because tonight on HBO Real Sports, 
Two of the 22 women who have accused Deshaun Watson of sexual aggressiveness. Um, and people got to stop it, saying rape. Yeah, I know. Not, rape Rape is yeah. really disturbing. Nobody is nobody is accusing him of right, raping yeah. anybody. But, uh, you know, we've, we've heard that thrown around. But two of these accusers in the lawyer are going to sit down with Soledad O'Brien. She's a longtime reporter in the industry. And they're going to give the first television interview. Uh, you'll see it tonight at 10 on HBO. I have to say, I'm a little surprised. that When I first heard this, I'm like, wow. You typically won't hear mm-hmm. either side of a case like this speak publicly before a trial. It almost, when I first heard this, I'm like, do they think there's not going to be a trial? And Because it yeah. feels like there's a race to try this in the court of public opinion. Rusty Harden, who is a famous lawyer of former athletes, he represented Roger Clemens yeah. in the past and some other noteworthy clients. He is representing uh, Deshaun Watson in this case. And I, I feel like they've tried to try some of this in the media. Mm-hmm. They wafted out a document that's, that tried to discredit many, but not all of the accusers. Yeah. And he that, was interviewed yesterday, Russell. I know, and I'm yeah. just really surprised. It makes me wonder, do they, do they think that this thing is, will never see the light of day in a courtroom? And that's why they're doing this? Because lawyers, there's a reason you tell your clients not to do interviews. The more you tell a story, mm-hmm. the more, and I'm not saying that they're not telling the truth, but the more you tell any story, the more likely you are to have any kind of inconsistency. Mm-hmm. And in a courtroom, an inconsistency leads to a lack of credibility. And I'm really surprised that they've opened themselves up to this. Mm-hmm. What say you guys? Well, I, th- I think it's, I think this has been the, the blueprint, just the game plan right here. If when I heard that they were going to move from 2022 to 2023, right, and do the cases then, I said, "Oh, well, this is the strategy. We'll slow play this, drip information, do some TV stuff, drip a little more. Maybe we got some more people on the horizon." Then football season happens. The goal is Deshaun Watson has to now start playing football. There's pressures that come along with football. Don't get off to a two and two and four start. And people saying, what's going wrong with you? And now all of a sudden, hey, we might got three or four more people that we're vetting but, to but bring along. G. Bush, doesn't a guaranteed $240 million contract take any of those pressures away? Well, no. No, I don't think so. I mean, he's not playing for money. He's I, not worried about his contract I, being yeah. voided. But but I'm th- you got to think about it. This is the first time he obviously wants to play, right? He hasn't sure. played in a whole year. He's with a new team. He's in a city where there's half the city is is, is saying, listen, we don't want you here. The, he wants to get off to a good start. He wants to be playing get football games to get this kind of in, in the back burner and fans mind. Change but, the narrative. Change the narrative. But the goal for the for the plaintiff is to say, well, no, we're going to put pressure. We're not going to stop in the mm-hmm. public. We're going to turn that up a little bit. Hey, you got to go to film ro- rooms. You got to deal with YouTube. You got to deal with Twitter. And you might deal with angry fans. Plus, we're going to still say, well, you never know. We got five more people that got mm-hmm. something. They're trying to push him into a settlement, I think, yep. obviously. I agree and they're pressuring it in a way that is pretty smart, really, when you think about it. Because so far, these women, we, they're just numbers to us. They're trying to put a face on them for the for us to actually look at. They're trying to put a face for female Browns fans, for male Browns fans who care about this sort of thing, to see these people telling their stories. I'm not saying whether they're legitimate. I'm not saying whether or not they'll be believable. But this this lawyer, Rusty Harden, great lawyer name, obviously thinks that this that they are going to be somebody who can push the public in their public opinion in their right. uh, favor. And I think that that's what's going to happen. And I think this is how 
this is how it starts. And whether people pay attention to it or not, I don't know, but things are going to change. And you can tell that they're nervous about this because he's going on this press, this media yep. junket now. Rusty is. Sure. I saw he's on, I think he's on your station later on. Your station, or your station currently, sorry, yep. 923 later on. So he's going around and covering his he's ass making right the now rounds. And saying like, hey, just so you know, getting out in front of stuff because he's they're scared of these women going on. By the way, it's, it's, it's not an accident timing-wise that somewhere in the lead into this story, Bryant Gumbel is likely to say, Today on a practice field in Berea, Ohio, Deshaun oh, yeah. Watson yep. is beginning OTAs. Yep. No doubt. So oh, the timing of the this, I mean, what? it's it's very, very strategy-driven, yes. and it's it's very tactical. Guys, I got, I got a lot to say about this. <clears throat> obviously, like many things in life, this is a very complicated subject with a lot of parts. And as usual, people uh, go to extremes on, on, on both sides of this. They've either decided he's innocent and being railroaded, or they've decided he's guilty and there's no way to see it any other way. The reality is, mo unless you're Deshaun Watson or these women, you don't know the truth. We're all speculating. There's part of me from the beginning that was like, well, it's 22 accusations. How could it not be true? There's also another part of me that says, he's a black man in Texas where the people are, are angry at him and he didn't get indicted when it's not hard to indict someone. So that makes me think maybe he's innocent. Right. So I've got these two <laughs> conflicting things the legal stuff so far makes it seem like he's innocent. The, 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 the number 22 makes it seem like he's at least somewhat guilty, and I don't know where the truth is. The reality is, and I don't want to go too far down the weeds in this because this can get complicated and people are going to misunderstand what I'm saying. The reality could actually be somewhere in between. Um, he could have done things that have, are offensive, yes. but in his mind didn't cross a line. Potentially, but we don't know, right? right. The, now, it's also <laughs> silly for us to all say, well, don't judge him, or don't, because that's just what we all do, right? Fair or not, we're not deciding his the, whether he's got to pay or whether he, you know, obviously he's not going to go to jail at this point. But no, but it is a man's reputation. It is, but the reality of it, I, when, when when people judge on Twitter or if we make an opinion on it, we I think we if you say, hey, I don't know what the truth is, but hey, it's hard for me to believe this or that. People are going to make judgments. We've done it about other people in the past. We're going to do it here. The reality for me, though, in the end is even if he did do something wrong here, right? Okay. If the league allows him to play, then I ultimately don't have a problem with him being on the Browns. Now, I've changed my tune on this. I used to be someone who was like, if a guy's done anything wrong, I don't want him on the team. I don't care. I always took a really strong stance on that. Even as a Bengal fan, when they first drafted Joe Mixon, I was angry. I didn't like it. I didn't want him on the team. Uh, I've changed my mind on that because there's a lot of people in a lot of works of life who do bad things. If they don't go to jail, who am I to say they can't work? Okay, the, ultimately, the league's going to decide what the fair punishment here is for this whole situation. Yeah. And in the end, I, I don't think it's half the people that don't want Watson. I I, you know, when you said that, I, I, yeah. I, I, we don't know. Nobody knows. Right. If you're involved in a show like yours where you're sort of taking the pulse of the yeah, community, it's, yeah. it's a guess. And let's let's face it. The, the people that are moved strongly one way or another mm -hmm. are going to speak out on this. The, the, I think the vast majority of people are in the intelligent camp. What you just said, there's one answer to do you think Deshaun Watson did something offensive to these women? There's one right answer for everybody not named Deshaun Watson or the 22 yeah. women. I don't know. Don't know. Well, here, here, I don't know. I will we say don't. this. I will say this. The, the public is a little more mm -hmm. less aggressive than the media 
from from my perspective, when you take a look at this case in the media, the first thing you come out with is 22. You say it's 22. I don't know. I don't know how I don't believe 22 people. Yeah. I, 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 and for me as adults, I'm like, well, you can you can take it case by case. You can be 60 people. You have to take it case by I case. I agree, G, but I'm just saying, it, I, I'm sharing my reality. And mm-hmm. my reality is there's half of me that's like, he's got, he had to have done something. And there's half of me that says, well, well, I don't think he did and anything. That's and that's why we have to wait. And that's why we ultimately should wait. And that's why public opinion through right. the media is so dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Mikey McNuggets, if we can, throw up the Rusty Harden quote. Because you know, while we're talking about he's trying it in the media mm-hmm. and some of the accusers and their lawyer are now trying it in the media, Rusty says, I've always assumed all the publicity and everything. It's going to be really hard for the NFL to have the courage to do what I think should be done, which is no finding. That all remains to be yeah. seen this summer. So he's, he's advocating for... And he's covering. He knows, he, he knows he, what's coming. He's hedging and his he, bat. And he also looks like a great Texas lawyer. Did that yeah, guy he, not... He, he's Central got the Trump's haircut. That was guy. such yeah. a hairpiece. I'm not too. sure that's his hair. No, that's I, I don't think he gets his haircut. Uh-uh. I, think, I think that's a snap-on. But the <laughs> yeah. thing is, like, he, so yeah. he makes an interesting point. And if you're, if you're defending Deshaun Watson, the thing that you want to scream from the mountaintops yeah. is let's have our day in court, in real court. Mm-hmm. Not court of public opinion, yeah. not court on TV through the media. So let's have our day in court in 2024. We're all going to watch this tonight. We're going to look for two things, I think. We're going to look for the credibility of the accusers. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to look to, is HBO doing a fair job in this report? Because mm-hmm. you have to understand, they're going to sh- tell us one side of the story. They're, yeah, they're they have to talk to Harden and Watson, and they, they decline. Right. That's their right. To say and no. that would have been idiotic if he would have said yes. You don't go on, I, you know, you don't go dur- during civil litigation. You don't go on HBO. Well, and, to my point, I don't think you do if you're the accusers either. They have less to lose, though. They're, they're well, you know, we that they gain from this. He loses by talking in this. But they could open themselves up to a hostile cross-examination. Right. If they change their stories, true. anything that they say tonight. You saw that haircut. Do you think he doesn't have those women prepared? <laughs> Do you think that Rusty no, doesn't have those women No, that's Deshaun's. Deshaun's. Oh, no, Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yeah. the other guy? It's got an even better name. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like, not sure. Uh, Bingo. Tony Busby. Tony yeah. Busby. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Busby's Sounds got so his. so shady. Tony, Tony Busby's got his ladies uh, like in ready to for testimony, I'll bet you. <laughs> I think he does. Yeah. And I, 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 I do believe that they're going to be prepared. Look. Yeah. And they picked the two, like, they probably picked the two classiest ones, too. You know that. They probably Done. There was vetting. See, here's the thing. We, we've heard 22, right? I, I, we just, if you go right back and look at the documents and you just take a look and see what, what Deshaun Watson's lawyer says, mm-hmm. there's about, oh, eight to 14 of them he names where there is issues with them. There is issues where they've told people, hey, we're in this for money. Mm-hmm. Hey, we, now, that don't mean 22. The reality is all it takes is one. Well, to your point. All it takes is one to get your life screwed up, mm-hmm. right? We were talking before the show. If you go back to the document that Rusty released last April, where he really, it, the whole purpose of that document was to discredit the, the accusers. Mm-hmm. And he does mention over a dozen of these women. Yes. To me, what that says by what's not in that document, why, why didn't we hear from all 22? I don't need 22 women to be telling the truth. I just need one. Yeah. That's I think, all I need. I think one of the sad, sad parts about this is there's, however this ends up resolving, it's it's awful because if Deshaun Watson is guilty, well that's awful, obviously, sure. right? If he's innocent, it's also awful because his name was run through the mud, 
And now when other women come out it, it, with real accusations, absolutely, there's going to be more of this. Because I, I have always tended to, when somebody is accused of this, my first reaction has always been, I'm going to believe the woman because most people don't lie about this. Mm -hmm. And that's not always the case. But if this turned out to be one big hoax and lie, well, it's going to be go bad for women really in these situations. Case. I was just to me say, that was enough to because Duke lacrosse. I yeah. used to always believe. Right. I, I did. I just said, that's you know, always going to be. I know what you're talking about, but that is always going to be the one touchstone that people have to go to. There are give others. Me, give no, me there ten are others. of those. Well, there are others. Thousands and thousands and thousands right. of legitimate ones. Well, here's the problem, though, with the Duke lacrosse case. Yeah. They were so adamant yes. that these boys had committed this crime that the district attorney yep. actually not a broke system. laws because he was in the, down the rabbit hole so far he knew that he'd already picked a side, which, is, which you're never you supposed do. to do. Yeah. And, and, and I think the message here is when you jump on a side and you put your flag in that side of an argument, when you don't have all the information – you're making a grave mistake. So why we have to take each one of these individually, and in this yeah. case, all 22 of these have to be litigated individually before we can say definitively. Now, if all 22 are dismissed before they go to trial, or all 22 lose, I think we ha that backs up what the two grand juries have already told us. Yeah. The grand juries have seen more evidence than anybody so far. That's true. And you they're the ones that have seen it all, and they say it doesn't rise to a standard of bringing charges, so not my, convicting, so, to so bringing charges. So my question charges. is, is how could you, how could any sane, rational person say, I'm going to preemptively suspend you? That means you are doing something to look like well, you Well, because he could have done something that violated league policy uh, but, but, without uh, violating but, the but, law. Well, hold on. Well, I, yeah. I, I go to it. I always say it. And if I'm him, I'm going right back and say, well, listen, Robert Kraft was caught on tape. Mm-hmm. I but, get it, but but, 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 you, but we can't say we get it and push it to the side. No, it's no. it's you are don't, you can't. The people like me say, yeah. stop with the with the, all the moral clauses. The shield we got to protect it. No, when one of your own was called on tape. You're right. You yes, they don't care. But I know they don't. You telling me to care now? But G. Bush's point is no, they don't care. No, they're hypocrites. The league, yes, that's what we're saying. So we're telling. And I think we can all agree upon that. Yeah, of course they're hypocrites. The league said when Robert Kraft was caught on tape in a massage parlor, breaking a law, partying, and tarnishing the shield. There's no question that only women got penalized, and they had to pay fines. So and tarnishing massage table now, everywhere. Yeah. So we know what happened. In the court of public opinion, we all heard it. We saw there was videotape. We're like, wow, this dude did it. The league set a horrible precedent when it washed its hands of it and didn't right. punish one of the hierarchy. That's rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah. Right. And now, it's, it's, that's why the irony of this is, even though there's 22 women, the irony of this is, it's very similar to what Robert Kraft was right. doing and paying for just to be clear we're not saying it's fair we're just saying it's going to happen i well, mean that's, well, that's the reality well, i agree but, but how, it's nonsense how, but see that's the problem people have in this country this country is built on a bunch of inconsistencies we know it's unfair how many groups of people we got to keep telling that to we know it's unfair but it's just gonna yeah happen. and that's not a good enough answer no, no, it's that, not, it's not but we don't have another one it's the truth well, I, well, i'll go protest so with how, you outside roger goodell if you want no, but, well no i'm just saying how's about just say well listen you know what 
what? We're going to have to wait for the civil cases. If you're upset that we don't suspend them this year, you're just going to have to get over it. That's the, fine. You know they, what? But in, they, in, I just doubt they'll do it. In the Robert Kraft case, yeah. I don't think there was any question of his guilt or innocence. No, it was caught on tape. Yeah, you know it's really true. complicating things. And I really this think one this is, is it. there's questions. It's that he, and um, for, for, to his credit, he, will, he won't say, he won't settle. You know, like even Ben Roethlisberger, like when he he was already talking in negotiations for settlement, that makes it easier for the NFL to say, well, he's taking some responsibility. Absolutely. Yeah. They have no, they, what are they going to say right and, now? And I think he's that's taking no responsibility. He's innocent until proven guilty. They can't, like with him, they could say, well, he, you know, let's get this f- over with and get past it. They right. can't get past it because he won't. And I'm not saying he should. I'm just saying that's the and problem. And that's to, to, to why this is happening now. It's the defense lawyer, Busby, putting pressure on Deshaun Watson to just write the checks and get this over with. He's working for his clients. He wants right. paydays for his clients. Let's get so a picture of Tony Buzzy. Is Busby. it possible that Deshaun Watson, because he knows there's going to be a suspension, actually wants it to happen now so he can move on from if it? You're, he, that's a good question. Yeah. But if you know in your heart that, that you did innocent. nothing wrong, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. right. why this would hard. you settle? Why but would what, you? what did Ezekiel Elliott ultimately didn't do anything wrong, and he still got suspended? Well, I don't know that these the ins and outs of the Ezekiel Elliott yeah. thing. There was a lot of smoke around that too. Nobody can, will convince me that yeah. nothing happened. There's inconsistency across the board. Yeah, yeah. trying and to compare these things. Is here's the bottom line: to G's, this will be a thesis statement of someone. NFL team owner caught on video in massage parlor, no suspension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black NFL quarterback accused by 22 women of sexual improprieties in massage, suspended whatever right, right, right. that will be the ultimate reality yeah. for a lot of people in our country rightly yeah. or wrongly those are facts it sucks and that's not it, it's it, not a good look in every walk of life the billionaires get away with everything for the most part doesn't mean they should continue to no so where do we sign up to change that <laughs> all we can do is analyze all we, we do we, yeah, right. look, we ask questions right. i don't have the answer hey. i can't change you it. don't have the answer we don't have the answer right, right. yeah but and that's the way, not a good enough answer but by the way and i can always say this too Deshaun Watson could be totally if, if somebody come out, there's two or three people that is listed here. There could be two or three people that come out and they got concrete air clad. Yeah, but I would think win. I would think at this point, if you had concrete, you would have already come. Forward. Here's my yes. sexist. Statement. I, I Here's my sexist statement for the day. Uh, the one reason that I'm, I don't think that this is like totally made up or anything like that. I love the conspiracy theories and stuff. Have you ever been around three women while they're trying to order a pizza? You can't get them on the same page. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you telling me you can get 24 women because there's two, 22 and plus the other two yeah. to all be quiet, agree, say this all happened to us? It's and troubling. Keep, it's it's really it's troubling. a bad number. So that's bad. Mikey McNuggets. Um, what what? Oh, are show. T- if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Tony Busby, real fast. I just want to make yeah, sure do this we lawyer have a picture looks as amazing. Does, yeah, hold on. Give us. We one need a check. split screen of these guys. Yeah, just I, say, I'm sure. Which I, one is a former quarterback and which one is an auto mechanic? Oh, look at him. Yeah, he's slick. He's oh, got the pocket so square. Much slicker. See, then I need. I would need. I would need the ghost of Johnny Cochran to come back for this mm. one. Look at I that. Need, <laughs> I need. I need <laughs> Johnny as my defensive. That lawyer. guy looks like he's <laughs> the lawyer for like 
the Russian mob. Yes. Right? Yeah, he's put together, man. But yeah. you know what? Rusty Harden, he's more like, he, he takes you off your guard. He comes in, he looks goofy, sloppy, probably on right. purpose. It's smart. It's that yeah. Columbo move. Yeah, you and, know then, what I mean? and then he opens his mouth and starts his yep. defense. And yeah. people are Y'all, like, wow. I ain't no fancy big-time yeah. city lawyer, but <laughs> right. where I come from, we believe in something called truth. Yeah, that's uh, exactly you know, what although, that's exactly. Although what I don't do. think he did Roger Clemens any favor. Clemens came off like an idiot in those in Well, those Clemens was an idiot. Yeah, right. Okay, so, yeah. like, at least in Deshaun's, what we see yeah. in the public eye of Deshaun and the athletes that I've spoken with and the media members that covered him regularly in Houston, they all tell me the same thing. This is a stand-up dude. Like, this this caught a lot of folks off guard. Because yes. they're like, this just is not... nothing bad about him is, at all. Where Roger Clemens was slimy from jump. No doubt. And not a lot yeah. of people liked yeah. Roger Clemens before the uh, uh, allegations of of HGH and all of that. But Mikey, what's the internet saying about this? All right, so last night we asked the internet, Steve, let's pull it up. What do you expect to learn from tonight's HBO special? We got three answers. I'm going to read all three, then I'd like you guys to react. So let's cut to 17, Steve. This one first comes from Joey C. Go Browns. I don't have any streaming services, so I won't be able to watch, but I wish I could. <laughs> That's I our demo. About the accusations where there's smoke, there's fire, but I love to see the interview, though. That is the first one. All right. The second response we got, this from Brian Frarley Jr., Either some very uncomfortable truths or some incredibly salacious lies. Covering his bases. Yeah, yeah well, that's, Brian that's, is. <laughs> that's the wide range right there. Thanks, Brian. No way to go out on a limb. <laughs> from Greenbrier Buckeye, a lot of big words from Brian and not much more. So we, we Look, covered all our bases here. Literally well, nothing left I, uncovered I, by those. I can't songs. imagine anything on this show is going to change, is going to sway opinions. I don't think if you've been following no. the story. If you, I mean, if, if you watch it and you think he did it, yeah, it's going to reinforce your notion right. that he mm -hmm. did it. Right. If you if you watch this and you're highly skeptical that this happened, yeah, you're probably going to come away saying the same thing. But again, we have to remember you would never send a jury room, a, a, a jury to the deliberation room after the defense or after just the prosecution, right? You, you sit there and you listen to both sides, all of the evidence fairly displayed so we can all look at it together and make an educated decision. Can I, so can anybody I that this? makes their decision after watching this tonight has to remember, now you've heard two of the 25 people involved in this drama's story. And if I'm the lawyer, I'll say this. If I'm, if I'm the plaintiff's lawyer, he's on a clock, right? Tick, tick, tick. Because as soon as Deshaun Watson, if he's not suspended this year, touches that field, the narrative's gone because now he can play the narrative through whether or not Deshaun Watson is good and the Browns winning. If the Browns are winning and Deshaun Watson is throwing touchdown passes, it's going to be that much more. Are difficult. you saying there's no fear that he would get suspended week two, three, or four? No, I think I think to me because once he starts, I don't. What once he starts? Once he starts the season and, and starts playing actual games. It's it's going to be a problem. You're for saying them. the story's going to go the away. The story goes completely away. Unless unless Sue Robinson, who is the former judge, yeah. who both the players' association and the commissioner's office decided would be the ultimate juror in this in this case, she decides all of these kinds of cases. If she decides in week three, oh wow, I okay now I have enough. And I'm going to suspend him for the rest of the season. Yeah, That's think, a possibility. Here. I just think in the end, we got to remember, fair or not, and it's not fair, but the league, in my opinion, only cares about PR. They don't care about finding the truth. They mm -hmm. don't care about, you know, because, and ultimately, mo most fans that say, I'm not going to watch the Browns because of Deshaun Watson, they're full of baloney. There's like 
0.001% that will actually stop watching the Browns because of the shot. They already did that math, and that's why they signed them. That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the bet that they've made. They knew that you take the hit, and then it goes away. Yeah, and it could be a hit. All right. um, Let's talk now about Baker Mayfield. OTA start today. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield, according to reports, will not be there. And we've discussed this. Leading up wow. to this, I, seen that I, know. I, could, I couldn't. Uh, wow, man, I don't understand be there. this world anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is your takeaway, Bull? Yeah. He's not going to be there. Of course, he's not going to be there. He has no interest in being there. Um, if he had any interest in potentially filling in, I don't know why I did air quotes because <laughs> it was not necessary there. But if he had any interest in potentially filling in, if Deshaun Watson got suspended, then he'd be there. Yeah. But once again, and again, I don't blame him not for not being there. But if there if there was this this new maturity from Baker, then maybe he would have showed up. He's he's embarrassed, he's humiliated, and he's angry, and so he's never going to show up to Browns camp. And once again, he is never going to play for the Browns. I don't care what, what do you happens. Think, Mike, I think it. I don't think it's necessarily about uh, him being immature. I think it's mature that he didn't show up. I think just because it would have been silly. It, it would have been him just being like the turd in the punch bowl if he would have showed up. At this, like, how do you deal with that? You just be like, I don't know, go play with the quarterback. If we go with Jay's theory, which I disagree with, right? If we go with Jay's theory that the Browns might want to use him Mm -hmm. if uh, Deshaun gets suspended, then wouldn't they be okay with him being there? They would, but even if that's the case, it would seem like a just sort of a petty thing for him to show up right now, given the politics of the situation. Well, particularly because it's voluntary. Yes, I'll make my point on that in a second. How many veterans were at it? Yeah, 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 I I wasn't surprised he wasn't going to be there. The only way that would happen that he's even remotely back in the building would be to go talk to Andrew Barry. See, what we forget about is Kevin Stefanski, it feels a certain type of way about Baker Mayfield. You got to remember at the end of the season, you know, Baker was saying things got to change. I Baker don't know threw about him this under the office. Bus. And, and Stefanski had to take there and take that. He took shots. And, and guess what? Since that, since that happened, Stefanski is the next up mm-hmm. on that hot seat. He is there. Yep. It ain't Andrew Barry. Yep. It's him. He now has to perform. And kick. this would have never been a thing if, if it was like, hey, Baker didn't say those comments. Now I got to perform with either Deshaun Watson or this other guy or Jacoby Brissett. And now that's on him. Stefanski is, is hot about it. And Barry, he's not He's not going to bring him in there and give him an opportunity to control the narrative. That's the last thing you want. The, the one thing I'll say on this is because it's a voluntary workout, he's not missing any money. No, nope. no. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I, I don't want to put too much into that. I think you're right. I think not showing up was the mature thing to do mm-hmm. in this situation because yep. yeah. he doesn't have to be there. Right. But it's a different narrative when it's about money. When he starts – and see, that's where I can't wait to see what the Browns are ultimately going to do. When training camp starts, typically when a player isn't there, they're fined every day. Are they going to fine him for not showing up when they don't want him to be there? So here's right. my bottom line before we bring in, bring in Aditi because she's on now with us. I'm going to call on the Browns to do something today. Just release Baker Mayfield and get rid of this elephant in the room. Get rid of it. Let him go. You're going to pay his salary anyhow. Everybody that might be interested in trading for him knows what's going to happen. They've seen this a thousand times in the league. You don't want this guy. He doesn't want to be there. Just move on. Get rid of this drama. It's unnecessary because at the end of the day, that's what's going to happen. They're going to pay his $18 million salary to play for somebody else. So just move on from this unnecessary drama and be done with it. That's a change for you, though. You didn't want them to do that. 
McNuggets. No, I never said what I <laughs> okay. wanted them to do. <laughs> okay. I, what all I said was there still exists a possibility that he does play for the Browns. Yeah. And I still say that. A very small. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I don't yeah. want that to happen. But I understand the finances of it, and there there is that possibility. Yeah. I think McNuggets but, has something. You but I would somebody? I would just tell them release him today. Let him go wherever he wants to go and stop being petulant. These other teams know what you're going to do. You heard him. You, he's telling you. What's it's up? It's not that hard. Two things, guys. Aditi's on, so we're going to get right to it. Oh, Aditi. good. And she has to be done by 11.50. So we got 15 minutes with her at 11.48. Ooh, let's cherish the it. countdown clock sound. That means you have a two-minute warning. You get oh. the doomsday clock come. That means Aditi has to be at 11.50. She's, so she's got a dentist appointment for she, a little her one. Kid's right? got a dentist appointment. So let's get to Aditi. Okay. Right. You, Aditi. Aditi, welcome to the program. Good to see you again. Jay, Aditi. You, know my hey. you know my schedule better than I do. I, we will not make you late. I promise. <laughs> I thought you well, were going. It's to, their teeth. I, I think Thank we're going you. to have lunch with Tony Grossi. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, <laughs> let's guy. start there. Bull. Let's yeah. start there, Bull. I so so appreciate you having my back. I appreciate Always. you looking out for me. Um, it's been a long time since someone stood up for me that way. But let me also say that Tony Grossi and I have had a tremendous relationship for ten years, and he did actually call me, and we spoke on the phone yesterday. And mm. I think that what he wrote was inadvertently what he wrote on Twitter was inadvertently harsh and that that was not his perception. So and he will, apologized. That was not his intention. So he apologized. And so I will take him at his word when he said it was not his intention. He apologized. Okay, good. It caused me an embarrassment. And we did have a lovely conversation about being the parent of children and the balance <laughs> that that requires and why sometimes we have to make decisions that are best for our family and well, we the outside world may right. not see them. Very good. Good. Same way. I'm good, glad to hear that. I'm glad that he. I'm glad that he made the phone yes, call. Yes, good, good. Because for him it did for come that. off as unusually aggressive and yeah. and harsh. Right. And um, I'm glad that we got that out of the way. So Aditi, I just told the Browns, just not that they're going to listen to me, but why don't they do the obvious and just release him? It's coming to that at, at some point. Why let this drama fester? Okay, but is it is it coming to that? Are you sure there won't be a quarterback needy team? that suddenly is indeed desperate for a quarterback that has demonstrated so, success in the National Football League. Yeah, but Are Aditi, you sure what, that Seattle isn't going to sit there and say, hmm, maybe, maybe we don't want to move forward with Drew Locke? But isn't that not going to happen until we get to training camp where guys could start getting injured? Like, we know what the so, landscape is for all these other teams. So what's what's the big deal? Now, hey, look. Right. Get a, it's, it's an unnecessary drama. Uh, I don't know that it is really. Is it? We're all talking about it. Is the team talking about it? I don't know. Agreed. I'm not sure. Agreed. I, you know what? I think that the Browns are moving forward. I think that the Browns are so buttoned up in how they answer questions. Kevin Stefanski specifically, if they're asked, then I bet Kevin Stefanski will say, I want to talk about the players who are here. And the players, I bet they'll say, you know what? This is how these other quarterbacks look today. I think that this is all... What I think is interesting, Jay, is that you just said you thought it was the mature move of Baker to stay away. Now we For, know right that now. Baker all along. Well, we know that he all along planned on rehabbing away home in Texas and yep. not in Cleveland. Yep. But I would argue that the mature move for whether it's mandatory minicamp or training camp is showing up and getting to work I and agree. saying, hey, I can get to work and I don't care if I get the yeah, fourth string reps. I don't then... care if I get three reps. I'm showing up ready to work. I am not drama. I am not a sideshow. Yeah, but I'm I feel like to... then he's a distraction. 
But I, if look, he's not there, he's not a distraction. What I would say, guys, for your own point. What I would say, and the three of you all agreed that it's the mature move staying home. I agree with Aditi that it would be because if he came in and said, you know what, I want to do a press conference the first day. I'm not here to be a distraction. I understand that Deshaun Watson's probably going to be the quarterback right. here. I want to get my work in. I want to be prepared for if I have to play for, even if it's not going to happen. If I have to play as a backup for a few weeks, I'll battle for that job. If I if I'm going to get traded, so you're making I want a case to be ready. for him to be mature. But I'll use your own mind. When yeah. has he ever been? Right, mature? he's not. But I'm saying if he did it that way, we'd be like, wow, good job. If but Baker that actually would be did the that, point. Is, yeah. isn't the uh, guys? Isn't the argument here that we're saying that Baker Mayfield is growing up? That Baker Mayfield is indeed, you know, with the experiences that he's had, with what he's gone through, with the added months of age. He's learning the most important thing he can possibly do right now is show the professional that he is. And it behooves him to go and have some value attached to him, to be traded for something that is worth something. And it is not likely that the Browns right now, the Browns ownership, after having chosen him first overall, is just going to say, okay, we wash your hands of you. You're free to go and do whatever you want to do. I've seen some folks make the argument that if the Browns don't want him and I think everybody here is in agreement. They don't. Yeah. Nobody nobody but me seems to think that he's even an option to ever play for them again. So if that's obviously the case, and I think everybody agrees that it is, then why are they standing in his way from moving on and, and starting to go to OTAs with Seattle or with Carolina? $18 million. And what message does that send to every other player in the league about the Browns holding back a player that they don't want? It seems petulant. Well, I don't know that that's entirely true, right? Because this was Baker Mayfield who initially demanded a trade out of there. And I think oh, that's a really good Aditi, point. Sorry, after, I think Mike was the one who said it, $18.8 million. Yeah, that's but he, pretty- he demanded the trade after it was public that the Browns were going after Deshaun Watson. I mean, it's almost okay. like saying that you'll, you'll continue to date the girl that just tried to upgrade with a better boyfriend even though she wasn't successful in landing with landing but Tua him. didn't ask for okay. a trade last year. There was talk about Watson going there the whole season. He never complained. Not once. Baker for one for 24 hours was crying about wanting to be traded. The Dolph, there was rumors of the Dolphins trading for for Deshaun Watson for months and Tua never said a peep. But if you can keep that guy Look in your guys, roster. Wait. Go ahead, please. I'm sorry, D. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I would just make the argument that whether it's totally fair or not, whether it's entirely accurate or not, the narrative right now across the country, across the National Football League, is that Baker Mayfield may not be a cultural fit, that Baker Mayfield may have a maturity thing. So what's the best way to combat that narrative? What's the best way to rewrite that narrative? By showing up and being mature. By saying, you know what? All I care about is the work. I am coming to work. And if this club doesn't want to use me, then I will find one that does. And the Browns are not going to stand in his way ultimately. But I think it's only fair if they are on the hook for $18 million. And there's not, I hate to use the analogy, but it's not this. Uh, see, this is when you get a bad analogy in your head. And you right. This is what happens. A They're not pressed at this moment. There's nothing that says the deadline is tomorrow. Right. So no, why I get that. Show that Baker is worth more. I get that, but we all agree that they don't want him. We we all agree that they they know that they've pretty well, much said as much. They know the situation is no longer tenable. They moved on from because, him. Look, Kevin Stefanski told me a few weeks ago that he would have been sufficiently happy to move on with Baker Mayfield this year, and that he was not lying when he said he would just confident in Baker Mayfield as a starter. Maybe, but publicly. The, the wooing was already underway and it was it was kind of embarrassing for Baker 
to have to watch all the national media reports that the Browns were flying to Houston and they were taking all of this, these public steps to replace Baker Mayfield. So my thing is, the Browns made their bed when they were, when word got out of the building in Berea that they were absolutely all in on Deshaun Watson, the Browns made their bed. They publicly staked their claim that they wanted Deshaun Watson and they wanted to move on from Baker Mayfield. So if the price tag for that is $18 million and have Baker go away and play for someone else, I would think that that would have been discussed in the decision-making as to what could go wrong once we go public with our intention to get Watson. So now they're, they made their bed. I think they've got to lie in it, pay him, let him go play somewhere else, let him go, because he's not going to be here for you once the season begins. And I think every team knows, like you, to your point, some a, a starting quarterback could get hurt, and that would escalate the value of Baker Mayfield. But at what point? Week three of the season? I, I don't know. I don't know that it would Jay, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. But remember, everything in life essentially has an arc. You think that something has a certain value and it takes a bit of time before you can stomach the fact that it doesn't necessarily have that value. And we talked about this just last week. It's not only Andrew Barry making this decision in a vacuum. He has a whole staff. He has ownership to respond to. He's got a whole slew of things that he needs to figure out and that he needs to satisfy. So it's not just yeah. on him. And maybe now, and I don't know this to be true, okay? I'm just saying maybe. Maybe there are members of the Browns organization or there are people in the Browns building right now who say, you know what, we shouldn't have held so firm at that price before the draft. We should have indeed moved him to Carolina and picked up more of his salary. Maybe yeah, they're not I think saying that's, that. I, no, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if maybe. they are saying that. <clears throat> I think in the end, the, the bottom line is Baker Mayfield's an overrated, petulant child. There's no doubt about it. And let's all be <laughs> Wait, honest. How do you feel about Jimmy, this? Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> a much more accomplished quarterback, uh, I would say less talented talented than Baker, but a more accomplished quarterback than Baker has gone to the the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl, not one random win like TJ Yates or Tim Tebow, uh, and and he is being pushed (laughs) out of San Francisco for two years, two years, and he's not complained at all. I already gave you the two example. Baker, the, the Browns were after Watson for 24 hours, and he's already putting out social media posts. He's a baby. I think we should move on. You get no argument from me on that. Yeah. But this is all the more reason why yes. it's incumbent upon Baker to show he's not Agreed. the baby that you're calling Agreed, him. but again, he's not showing. Will he show up once, we once gotta, training camp starts? Do you, yeah. do you anticipate well, 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 there? I was going to ask, I was going to ask, Didi, do you believe that if Baker Mayfield went to the general manager and say, hey, look, I know I had some missteps. I need to rehabilitate my career. I need to rehabilitate my image. Can I come back? I won't be an issue. I'll come do my thing. I'll rehab and do my thing. Do you think with your relationship with Kevin Stefanski or Andrew Barry that you've talked to them, do you believe that they would let him back? I think they would. And I think that w- another thing I would say is that the Browns are really good at nipping things in the bud. I remember a few years ago when Josh Gordon had been suspended and reinstated for, I don't know, the 1800th time. <laughs> and the Browns made a point of having Josh Gordon talk on day one. So the media couldn't go crazy. The media couldn't run all these spins. They couldn't run all these narratives. It's like, here he is. He's talking. Okay, story's over. Done. So if Baker shows up, and then to your point, Adam, if he he shows up and he says, look, 
I understand that my tenure here is probably over, right. but I do want to prove that I am here to work. I believe in myself. I know I'm a starting quarterback in this league. I'm here to take whatever reps I possibly can and continue to show what a healthy Baker Mayfield can do. Okay, fine. What is the media going to do then? And at some point, if you don't answer the question, then people stop asking the question. You know, That's like, right. yeah. look, I've been a reporter for 20 years. I can go to a football player and ask about a teammate. How many times did I have to ask about Antonio Brown? But at some point, when people keep saying nothing, you have to move on. That's I hope the he does show. I hope he does show up when training camp starts. I really do. Yeah. I hope he well, shows up. I think because... it's interesting what happens for mandatory minicamp because he'll be, he can be fined just about $100,000, maybe that a was... little bit shy of $100,000 if he doesn't show up to mandatory minicamp, which starts on June 14th, I believe yeah. it right. is. Right. And that so was my point. So I think point. we get an answer even before then, even before training camp. But well, is that voluntary for the team, though? To, in, to, no, so to th- these are voluntary. Are these are, but once, yeah. once no, the I mean, June the, mini camp fine. starts. If, he, if that mini camp starts and they just have an agreement that he doesn't have to come in there, well, do they, they, they wouldn't find They had an agreement. But, well, right. but to Adidas point, Adidas point, they, they're fine with him being there. Yeah. She thinks that they're so they fine with him. they should find him if he doesn't come. So, well, I think if it comes to that, Baker will show up. Yeah. I do. Right. I, and, and so then we'll, we'll get yeah. to see exactly how this would play out in real time. And I think that that is one of the big misnomers here. Is Baker a mercurial personality? Yes. Does he take everything personally? Yes. Are there times where his antics seem a little immature or may create a bit of a distraction? Sure. But at the end of the day, Baker Mayfield is not a cancer. I mean, each year when that Odell Beckham Jr.'s father's video and Odell and Baker and all of that was happening, there wasn't a Team Baker and a Team Odell. It wasn't as if people were like, get rid of this one or get rid of that one. I agree with that. Baker's not a cancer. And so show up, do your job, do what you need to do, show you're valuable, show you've grown up and matured, and that, yes, you do want to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League, and you can be. I mean, there's nothing else Baker can do to increase his value right, or his likability right now. We got two. We got Nobody's two minutes with him. the Dee. The Doomsday yeah. Clock is about to play. Yeah, let's, You're let's get Doomsday Clock. We got to get to the start. The two-minute warning. The two-minute warning. <laughs> We're gonna get you to the dentist on time. Yeah. We promise. We got to get to this PFF article, which is where the whole thing started. There on on the cornerbacks with Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom. Do you think they belong in that? I mean, I think we have to kill that alarm. guys. The top groups. Do you think they're the best cornerback duo? I mean, it's hard to compare cornerback duos, but they certainly belong in that conversation. Well, and and you know what? That that was kind of my point in that initial tweet. I ended it by saying either way, it will be decided on the field. You know, like I'm one of those people that thinks a lot of this is hype and it's fun and talk is cheap to some degree. I took so much heat a year ago when um, I was on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network and we were asked about wide receiver duos. And I made the point of saying that I was choosing the Bills wide receivers because my son is a Bills fan and I wanted him to be happy for me. (laughs) Oh my God, the world went crazy. And it was like, we'll see what happens. Let's go see what happens on the field. And so I think there's a really great argument to be made for Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom. I expect Greg Newsom to take a jump in year two. I like the way the two of them work well together. I think Denzel Ward has proven who he is. I also think the Browns are really helped by that pass rush up front. We know it's all about Russian coverage and that the two work together and that a great pass rush makes the back end look better and a really good back end makes the rush get home even better. I was just making the point, hey, I think there's an argument to be made that those two belong in the top four. I'm sure that they are bothered by it, which we saw that Greg Newsom was like, 
like, oh, sure, okay, sleep on us. And then it'll be decided on the field. Yeah, your answer was the smart one. That's why I was so surprised that Tony took the shot because these rankings are stupid. It's like asking who's All the right. prettiest girl. Well, I mean, that is yeah. so, it's so subjective and yeah. stupid. I ranked up to and make my one. son happy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Which Aditi, I love. Aditi's got to go to the dentist. And your time is up. But yeah. before you go, I know you're in overtime. I just got to tell you. My uh, my mom, Peggy Polk, it's the first time she said anything about this show. She was thrilled that I was on a show with you. She's not impressed by Jay. She's not impressed by G. <laughs> not impressed by Adam. No. But when she saw that I was on, she's like, oh, my gosh. That, so you impressed Peggy Polk. And that's hard to do. It is. So congratulations and thank, thank you. She's you, a big Peggy. fan. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. And, and Aditi, get to the dentist, and we'll see you soon. Bye. All right, Graham. Peggy, Peace you up. did a great job with your Peace son. Time. I'll see you all next week. Have did you hear that, Mom? Right. Did you Peggy hear that, Mom? That. Peggy knows that oh, already. Man, thank you. That's so I, I think the biggest takeaway is that she completely disagrees with, with Mike and I and, and agrees with you on yeah. the, whether it would be the mature thing or not for yes. Baker to show up. Right. And that's okay. If, if he Think about how much of his pride he would have to swallow to come in for voluntary mini uh, OTAs do a press conference, say, I get it. Deshaun Watson's the quarterback here. I'm going to work my ass off. I, if, if it's a chance to still play here, who knows? If not, I want to be ready to play somewhere else. That is the ultimate swallowing of the pride. Mikey, I would have tie. a lot. Immature I, I know. or mature to not show up? You know what? I actually think it's more mature for Baker to show up and yeah. just get his face we lose, in Mike. the building I, and make them make a move. It's really easy to forget about him if he's – a. Afterthought, but he's got to speak. Picture, That's part of it. Because if he just shows up and he's man. surly and a jerk, no, then he's yeah. a distraction. That sends the wrong here's, message. Here's one thing, though, a clarification of your point. I don't agree with cutting him, though, right now. I just don't see any point to it. I know that it's like a distraction or whatever. But, again, I agree. It's more of a distraction to us and to sports writers and to Twitter than it is to the team itself right, right now. You don't hear, like, Miles Garrett saying, what's Baker doing yeah, around they don't here? No, they, they know who their quarterback is. So what's the difference whether you cut him now and lose that money or you wait? People, well, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, and and memories we create me in our memory. We create like we, we remember things more fondly with time. That's why presidential yes. approval ratings go up over time. Baker's twenty twenty season is going to start getting the back of people's heads in the, in Seattle and stuff when they're watching their stiff quarterbacks out there, and they're going to be like, you know what? He did take them to a playoff game, sure. won their first one. The longer we have some time here, and that that gives them more time. What's the big deal? And what if we ate? What if we eat ten million dollars of his contract and Seattle eats eight million? Isn't it worth waiting and just keeping them there just in case? That happens. I'd like eight million dollars. The only reason I cut him is to do him a favor. Why? I don't right. think they owe him that it's, favor. No, it's not just yeah. to do him a favor because there have been some critics come out in the last week or two that yeah. have said every other player in the National Football League. I, I keep saying this on the show: players yeah. are for players. Right. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they've got one another's backs. They're all watching how Cleveland has handled this whole thing. First of all, they publicly were saying we're fine with Baker. They were telling Baker privately. We're fine with you. And then we started hearing the reports. Wow, they're really going after Deshaun Watson. They've been thinking about Deshaun Watson for seven months. Mm -hmm. Right, but that's but been the business of football. Yeah, I, know, I get that. But when they rolled on their guy, okay, yeah. and, and the public narrative became a lie once they found out, and once we all found out they were going after Deshaun Watson, mm -hmm. their public narrative became a lie. So they were sort of caught in that. And now everybody knows they want to be done with Baker Mayfield, but they're keeping him here. No other player wants to have that happen to them. Trust me. They want to move on with his life. Here's what too Baker bad. wants. Who am I playing <laughs> yeah. for too now? Too bad. You're, right. our, you're our employee. You're too I bad. Know, you got to wait there. I get that. You're our employee, but the but public nobody wants perception. him that bad. 
Otherwise, he'd be there. There are teams that want him for free. Yeah, of course. And 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 there are teams that will pen him in in as a A couple, yes. But if if anybody wanted him that bad, $18 million is not a lot for a quarterback. No, because they know they don't have to pay $18 million. I'll take take him for six. So let me ask you. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This was they were offered. If, if, they, if Aaron Rodgers could have done that, if Aaron Rodgers was on the market today, mm-hmm. and anybody could pay eighteen million dollars for him, right? Everybody would pay eighteen. As a matter yep. of fact, they would go over eighteen. Well, of course busy. you would. But here's the thing. That's the thing about it. If if you're and I don't I don't I don't argue whether or not Baker is good or not. Baker is a solid quarterback, right? But the the principle is. Nobody is willing to pay for it because Baker's not taking a team over the top. Who's okay, taking over the top. When the Browns and OBJ had come to their public divorce, yes, right. What did the Browns do with OBJ? Cut Paid him, him and cut him. Why? Because they felt he was a distraction at that point. Because I guess. they chose Baker no. at that yeah. point. They did. The option was to trade him. You don't think they tried to trade OBJ? They did, right? And they didn't have yeah. any takers. So why were there no takers? Because they all knew. Eventually, he's going to be on the market for free. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing okay. with Baker. But if this you is wanted no... somebody bad enough, you'd still trade for him. Yeah, but yeah. If, you, if you understand right. that they've moved on, right. and mm-hmm. they clearly had, and they're going to release him. Yeah, but say take... there are three teams that are in the market for some kind of a quarterback, and they know that there are two other teams. It's called collusion. And you release him, and it's free. If, if you yeah. release him, and it's free, then it's a, free, it's a free-for-all between those three teams. Why right. wouldn't you, if we were one of those teams, be like, I'll give you $4 well, million for that guy. That's, that's and then we get $4 question. million off our contract. Because, because and I, this is no secret, the NFL has been doing this for years. They all know the game. Uh-huh. Let the highest bidder win. No one will have to give up anything for him. Right. Yeah, and you, that's collusion. It's, it's, but you I won't mean, have to give up not, anything for him in a trade. You give up a seventh-round pick. I mean, that's essentially nothing. But nobody did it. Right? And because, the Browns really because, yet. Because the Browns let him go. It, right now, Seattle. How many games do you think Seattle's going to win? Right it's now? almost impossible to say. We don't know who their quarterback is no, going to be. All right, but let's say it's Drew Locke or okay. Geno Smith. Four five, or five games. Five. If, they, if Baker's their quarterback, how many are they going to win? I don't know. Six, seven. seven so what's the point of getting them? Well, you'd like to win as many games as you could. But does it matter ultimately if you win four or six? That's and why here's the thing. We can sit here and say we think it's going to be four. We think right. it's going to be seven. Did you say last July that Cincinnati was going to win the Super Bowl? No. And you're a fan of theirs. Uh, yes. So you don't know. Uh, yeah, but the point is you, you have to – you're a GM. You're like, okay, is this quarterback making me I, – I said recently uh, – it was a couple of months ago actually um, that – the, that Carol, that that Baker's not that much better than Sam Darnold. So what's the point? And people went bananas when I tweeted this. Like, of course he's better. He is. Well, yeah, he's better. But yeah. I'm only trading for an upgraded quarterback if it makes a difference on how good my team is. And the difference well, between no, Sam listen, Darnold and Baker is irrelevant, but in my well, opinion. To your point, yeah, Baker is better. I mean, and everybody right, but was it's right. Not a, it's not significant but enough that it makes them. If a, you're a GM, yeah, and you have a chance to upgrade a position. 
That's what the Browns did for like yes. $4 million maybe. Might the be Browns able to get had a four. chance yeah. to upgrade the most important position in all of sports. Yeah. Right. So they did it. Right. I can't fault them for that. And they would do that. it at any price because Deshaun Watson makes them a playoff, a legitimate well, Super Bowl contender. It wasn't any price. It was the steepest price yes, of all time. But they, but they, they were willing to do it. They right. were willing to do it. But it's nobody's even move. willing to pay Baker anything because they're like, he's not that much better. And he's going to be free. And he's, well, he's maybe, but... Man, I don't I mean, know. This has been going on for months, and he's still a Cleveland Brown. It's not bothering me having him just sit at home. I just have him sit at home for as long as we want. I just I think care. that, and, and as much I'm as cool. we can what say, it's not there. a distraction to the team. Yeah. There have been plenty of episodes where there were quarterback controversies or there was something yeah. like this that was the unspoken, even though the players weren't talking about it. And then later, they all come out and say, it took us off our game. We, it's something we didn't need to worry about or deal yeah. with. Just eliminate I the distraction. I just think it's so weird that some fans and media members think, like, Baker's owed something. This is a business for him just like it is for everybody else. No, I don't, he's I don't, owed nothing. He, he's not. But once a team, may, in my view, yeah. once a team makes a decision that they're done with you, then be done with you. But again, and if the market hasn't says there's San no Francisco trade done value, the same with Garoppolo? Yeah, but San Francisco at least is ready to move. They can continue to play with Garoppolo. They've got all the pieces that are there. Right. And Ke Kevin Stefanski believes that I was perfectly ready to go to war with Baker. But and I think he would have been. But Garoppolo doesn't really want to be in San Francisco because they've decided he's not good enough. And yet he's being a good soldier about I, it. I don't know that that's true. Garoppolo has stated publicly he wants to stay in San Francisco. He does. He wants to continue playing for the 49ers. I thought he said after the that's year the, that he, that, he did like the, a... That's the smart thing to do. Yeah, but right. see, because he's yeah. being mature. But, Get uh, me but, out but of but here. But by the way, if you're Garoppolo, who, who do you want to play with? The cast of characters that they have or the unknown? Right, but they decided he wasn't good enough to win with. And Just Baker like, is in the Garoppolo class of quarterback, right. in my opinion. Now, I, I would guess that if the Niners would have signed Deshaun Watson, that they would have been done with Garoppolo. Why, why would you keep him? And that's my question with Cleveland yeah. and Baker. Why yeah. would you keep him? Mikey, do you have something, or are we just going to yeah, go to break? Listen, I love you guys. Yeah, Thank you're you. my favorite. I, know I, I produce an entire rundown. If we get to 20% of it to, on a day like today, it'll be amazing. We will do the Ward Newsom, where do they rank in the best defensive back duos at some point this week. We have that fully produced, but we got to take a break. All right, we can we're gonna come back, can't guys. we? we have, well, we got Jay Stevens, Lockdown Buckeyes, coming on at 12-15. We got to oh, do okay. Judge Jay. We got to do Mike's game, so we may have to push that back to another day. Okay. Question yeah. for you guys, though. We want to do Judge Jay in 15 minutes. Jay, can you get dressed and undressed? Well, here's the thing on Judge Jay. Um, because of the, the – I'm not married to that today. I don't know where you guys are. We can are. skip like, it. We can totally skip it. None of these guys have been to Kelly's or Putin Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's skip it. So, I mean, I, how are they going to debate Adjusting whether they want to Adjusting on the fly. Let's adjust on the fly. And we can do yeah. that when – we can do that tomorrow. We will adjust on the fly. So, we're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to come back to a little weight loss. Yes. We'll do a little good bet, bad bet. We'll get Jay on, and then we'll finish the show. Well, we got to do Mike's game. No, oh, that's Mike's in the game. D block. Don't worry. I'm not forgetting Mike's okay. game. Okay. All right. We'll get the Mike's we game. We'll, That'll be the, we'll do Mike Polk and top five at a block. Great. Right coming up for 15 minutes. We got good bet, bad bet, weight loss update, then Jay Stevens coming back. All right. How much weight did Bull lose in a week? How much weight did G. Bush lose in a week? Combined, it, that number's pretty good. And that's I'm a diet Red Bull. He's like a diet Red Bull, diet. just so you know. He's yeah. being careful. <laughs> He's cutting down on sugar. Red, Red yep. Bull, I play video games, cut the check. I, I'll be willing to endorse you. <laughs> Especially you after the way <laughs> uh -huh. It's sugar-free. Yeah. Yeah. We're back right after this. Stay with us. <laughs> hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.